Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his extreme knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. It's time for another edition of Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself to talk about making smart decision during smart decisions, excuse me, during major life events. Uh, Tony, some of these things are going to happen to us. Probably, well, at least one or two are going to happen to everybody, mm-hmm. uh, possibly multiples. Uh, and it's easy to do. It's easy to get wrapped up in, you know, kind of losing sight of of something when you're going through major life events and something falls through the cracks. And so hopefully we can have a conversation around how to avoid some of those pitfalls and just some things to think about. And hopefully you've got a financial professional and you've got other professionals that can help you through some of these events. That's going to be the topic this week on the show. How are you, my friend? I've been doing good. Yeah. And, uh, it's uh, as I look out the window here, it's snowing today and you know, it's, it's winter now. There you go. Well, it's here. It is December. So yeah, I know. Uh, we are into December. So hopefully you, you may have a, a snowy holiday. I probably won't, but it is uh, yeah. where I'm at, but it's a little, uh, it is cooler. So it's uh, that's, that's not too bad. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, these life events, man, Tony, I'm, uh, I've gone through a major one a couple of years ago. We've all gone through different things. I've got five here that really kind of affect us financially. There's definitely others, uh, but I wanted to kind of talk through a few of these and get your insights because I'm sure you've worked with people and worked, uh, help people work through various ones of these You know, in your career. You've been helping folks for 25 plus years. So I'm sure you've seen a few of these. So let's talk about some pros and cons. I guess not pros and cons, but I guess uh, like just ideas and things to think about should you be going through something like the first one, for example, a job change. Mm-hmm. And if you think about our listening demographic and, and your client-based demographic, all of these I want to kind of view from the – I know you help people of all ages, but primarily you do help older folks. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of that standpoint of, of what it looks like. Because let's be honest, a job change when you're 25 you know, can, can be can stink. But it's a lot worse if you're 55, right? Right. Or 50 yeah. or whatever. And whether it's you choosing to change the job or they chose right. for you, yes. Uh, there's some things to think about that can be a major event, financially speaking. What, what's uh, what's some things you think uh, we should pay attention to? Well, I think with all these, you know, that we're going to talk about, you know, we we have been we, we see it all the time, and and it's so different now that you know. Again, I'm in my 50s, and uh, th- this stuff affects us. You know, you, we all think we're just going to cruise right along through life and nothing is going to really happen. And uh, that's, I think, sometimes wishful thinking. So I think we need to plan, you know, for, I don't want to say the worst, you know, and hope for the best, but we definitely need to plan. And job change is one, it isn't like the old days. I mean, like you say, referencing it for somebody maybe a little further along in the 40s, 50s is a little different than somebody 25, 26, because a lot of times, these days now, it's some of these big companies, you know, you, you don't know, you, you could have been there for 15, 20 years and they say, okay, you know, we're consolidating, move everything to somewhere and you're out. And uh, now you've got to face some issues financially, basically, of we'll skip the whole, you know, am I qualified to do anything else type of thing? But, you know, now it's like, well, I'm I'm in my 40s or 50s and I've got to go try to find something else. You know, what am I, what am I qualified for? Uh, what am I going to do for benefits? Where am yeah, I are at? They, yeah, are they the same? What's the are lag the period? Same? Yeah. You know, what am I going to do with my retirement plan? And and hopefully you're working with your advisor 
if you have one of these things, whether it's laid off or you're actually just changing jobs and trying to find something better to see if this works out in your overall plan. And if not, then you obviously you need to work with your advisor to change your plan a little bit. It's not the end of the world, especially if you're getting laid off, but it definitely is a major impact on you know, monthly expenses, obviously, until you find something else. I mean, there's just all kinds of emotions going on if you have something like that uh, versus um, just changing a job. Most of the time people are changing jobs. Obviously, they 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 feel like the grass is greener. They're either better benefits, better work, right, life yeah. balance, more yeah. money. You know, and it could like be. That. But yeah, it could be. But make sure that you're you're taking the proper steps because there's a lot more to, to take care of at 50. Again, then you know you want to make sure that you're not having any lags in that ins- medical coverage that we talked about. Uh, you got to make sure that you're not leaving you know uh, accounts behind those stray 401ks, things of that nature, uh, and that you're also still not deviating from the the hopefully the plan you're building because from 50 to 60, I mean we can get a lot done to our retirement accounts. We can gain a lot of ground in that and, really or even can. 50 to 65. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know especially and we're going to talk a little about it here in one of the topics as an empty nester if you're if you're at that point, yeah. you, you are able to shove a lot of money into the, into some of these accounts yeah. to possibly catch up or to, you know, get that much further ahead. And it's amazing to me how many clients come to me and I just had one my accounting manager come to me because she's going to be eligible for our retirement plan as of January 1st. She said, you know, I've got a, I've got like three or four 401ks just kind of sitting out there. And people do. They accumulate them from all over the place. And she's never really talked to anybody about, well, you know, what? okay, you have these. Are they, you know, in your set of goals? You know, is it part of your plan or is they just sitting out there? And a lot of times they just, ah, I just did it, you know, to be doing it. Yeah. Now they're sitting there. Yeah. And so... Uh, you gotta you gotta take all that into account. Well, we'll just jump to it. We'll move around on the list. That's fine. We'll go right to the empty nester one, then we'll mm-hmm. we'll circle back around. It is a major life event for people. I think for most of us, we do realize it's a good thing, right? Obviously, we you know uh, some parents struggle more with letting their their children grow go uh, grow and go, I guess, mm-hmm. than others. But ultimately, they have to they have to grow, right? They have to move on. They have to to start their own adulthood and things of that nature. My wife and I, I mean, I'm 51. We've been empty nesters for a while because she went off to college and then she went into the Navy. So we we haven't had her at home for quite a bit, uh, and it's. It's pretty darn cool, Tony. <laughs> there's a lot of nice things about it, right? There is a lot of nice um, things. You know, yeah. there's not nearly the mess in the house. There's not nearly the uh, uh, the food bill and, you know, so on and so forth. So to your point a minute ago, there's a lot of room to really sock away some things from a, um, you know, from a money standpoint, no longer having the kids. But you got to be careful. Just because they're not in the house doesn't mean that they're still not going to try to get money from you. And yes. that's, that's fine. We all want to help our children. But... Do not let it become a crutch for them and you because it will bite you when it comes to your retirement longevity. I agree. And I, I see that the most often. And that was going to be my main point is some some parents, and I'm an empty nester now too, and have been for, well, since 2014, pretty much. you know. And it is nice and all that stuff, but I see a lot of parents try to um, sacrifice or help their kids so much that they're putting their own you know, plans maybe aside or on hold. And while again, at the end of the day, that's their decision. I think sometimes that could be a mistake, but barring that, now's the time. If you don't have the unfortunate job change and or layoff, health's Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people come to me too and say, well, now that I'm an empty nester, maybe I should take it easy and, and, uh, 
maybe I'll retire early. And I said, well, okay, if that's your plan, let's take a look at that yeah. and see what that looks like. But a lot of times, you know, this last 10, 15 years of the of the earning cycle is usually the highest. Right. Your, your bills are down a little bit. You can put more money away or you can enjoy some things along the way and still do that. So I think there's a lot that's, of things to talk about. That's a great about. point, actually, Tony, because it is tempting uh, when you become that empty nester, especially if you're you know, if you're really into it, you're enjoying it, you know, you, you love and you miss your kids, but it's like, man, you, you start going, wow, where did all this extra money come from? Right. Yeah. And it is tempting to go, well, maybe I should treat myself to this. Yeah. Maybe I should. And uh, Hey, if you need to, or you have to, or whatever the case is, that's fine. But if you are also saying to yourself, Hey, maybe we could retire early, then you, you got to be smart about that. And you, if you're working with a professional, you can go in and say, okay, look, I really want to retire early. How much do I need to be, you know, pumping into these different things? What can we exactly. be doing to hit that goal? And then you'd know if you had that little extra money for that, maybe that treat for yourself or whatever the case is. It's all about choices, right? It's all about choices. And I, I find it funny now. I go and I just had this happen at this charity golf thing I was at because as I'm getting older, people will ask me, especially if they're a little older than me, well, are you retired? And I say, no. And they say, well, why not? And I said, well, because it's not really part of my plan. I could. But it's you know not part of the plan that I want right. because I want to be able to sock some money away if the next 10, 13 years. Uh, so the plan that I think I want, you know, will will come about. But obviously, different things you know change that, and some of these other things, of course, that we'll talk about could have definitely uh, changed that. Yeah, and, but, and I think uh, it goes a long way to loving what you do too, right? And yeah, you, you own your own business, and yes. so there's different factors that we certainly know we're going to you know, play into mm-hmm. that. Some people can't wait to retire early because yeah. they work some they work for someone else. Or right. they're not as crazy about their job as as they once were, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a little different, I think, a lot of times for self employed business owners, especially if you if you have a business that's doing well, you know. Uh, yes. it makes it a little easier for sure. All right. Well let's go to some of those uh you know, the job change and then empty nester, they could actually be positives, right? Uh, a little maybe more positive than negative. The next couple ones, eh, maybe not so much. So let's go to a divorce. Unfortunately, gray divorce Divorces is something there. It's a term. Uh, they are happening more and more. That's people getting a divorce after the age of fifty, and there is a lot more to divide. Again, a divorce at twenty-five yes. uh, is a totally different animal, or thirty than at fifty. It is, and w- with these gray divorces, uh, people I've, I see them, you know, 25, 30, 35 years, you know, calling it quits. I just had a, uh, a set of parents that went well. Their child went to high school with my child, but you know they're about our age. They call them up to say, "Hey, let's go to dinner." Like, well, we're really not together anymore, and uh, they have significant assets, you know. So it's much, much different because of that. Generally, you've got a lot more assets, you got a lot more things going on. Depending on what state you're in, you know how things are divvied up, and how that is then going to affect your plan because now you're by yourself, and now you got to figure out. Well, okay. You know, I thought we were going to do this, but now everything's changed. So I got to I got to go back to the drawing board and and come up with a new plan. And will what I have when we split everything up generally, you know, be enough? Yeah. And uh, so that's a huge issue that I think you need to after you you know go through the legal ramifications. Talk with your advisor on what is uh, well, you know, potentially ahead. Yeah, and I would say, Tony, get yourself a team. Right, if you know that you're going to be going through a divorce, if that's starting, 
Get a financial professional along with your divorce attorney, right? Because they're not always thinking about they're they're thinking about trying to you know get you whatever it is they're going to get you, but maybe not necessarily the implications, right? Uh, and sometimes we wind up um, you know we just want it over or we have different feelings or whatever, and you may give away something that you know has more disadvantages than advantages versus you know like if you had two accounts, if there's a hundred thousand dollars in a in a traditional IRA and there's a hundred thousand dollars in a Roth. You know, and you might say, well, you just take one, I'll take the other. And that might not be the best move, right? So lots of different, because one's, you know, the taxable, one's non-taxable. So there's lots of, or some people, a lot of times, especially for the ladies, they often just say, well, look, just give me the house. Because maybe there's still a a, a kid that's close, you know, maybe they're still in college or they're still at home or whatever. And you'll trade away retirement accounts for the house may not be the smartest move. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I mean th- th- there's a lot of a lot that goes into the divorce thing yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's tough when you're dealing with major life events, they often come with tons of emotion obviously. And so that's why having a, a professional team to help you, you know, because they're not going to have, they're not going to be as emotionally invested, obviously, uh, because it's not their life. But of course, as their client, you know, they're trying to do their very best for you. So that kind of helps have that sounding board there. What about if we've lost someone and we're getting an inheritance? So maybe an aunt or an uncle or, you know, even a parent's passed away uh, and they're leaving us some money. Now we have the the emotional side, obviously, of losing someone that we loved. But uh, on the other side, many people are, are really, they struggle with what to do with the inheritance. I think we either fall into two categories. We either fall into that, woohoo, I got some money and I blow it, or I got this money and I want to be a good steward or honor the person that left me and I don't know what to do with it and I'm just kind right. of frozen, right? Yep. And, and those are the two things. I mean, you, you hit it right on the head there. I, I see most the people that we kind of run across in this is uh, they they struggle with that. So we try to talk to them about, well, if, if you want to go out and do something nice, maybe just take a small part of it and uh, then be a good steward with it. But it has to fit into you know your plan and where you're at. Most of the people that I see that inherit some uh, sizable amounts, their plan isn't isn't very good. And so I you know I try to recommend them, hey, you know, if you want to be set in retirement, you probably should take this and use it for that, or you know, save it for that. But again, everybody's different, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of emotion there after the emotional setting of, you know, losing, you know, your loved one is what, what do I do with this money? Cause a lot of people that want to go out and buy something, then immediately they feel guilty. You know, it's like, man, I, I just blew, you know, whatever amount, $50,000, whatever, hundred thousand dollars. And I feel very guilty about that because they worked all their life to, to gather that, especially parents of people, my age, you know, who didn't grow up with a lot Yeah, that if they, if they accumulate a lot, it was through really, you know, it wasn't like today where they, we have the 401ks and all the stuff and, everybody's kind of educated about it. these people grew up with no financial education. Oh yeah. Uh, most well, of them. We don't have a lot now either, but yeah, yeah, it's better and, for sure, but definitely not where it should be. And so I, I think that that, that's a, again, another one that you'd really need to take a hard look at, get some sound advice, yeah. some objective advice and come up with a, you know, good, good plan there. Absolutely. Well, the final one, since we kind of talked about possibly losing a parent or something would be unfortunately losing our spouse, right? Yes. Yes. It is. It is inevitable. We're all, you know, going to pass at some alone, point, yeah. right? As much as we would like to deny it to ourselves, many times we're all checking out uh, of this hotel at one point or another. 
And so it's a huge component. And so let's touch on some of the financial things because we obviously know that the emotion is there. Let's touch on some of the financial things that just get overlooked when dealing with major life events. And probably the big one, Tony, since this is what you guys do a lot as well, is the tax component. It comes out of, of nowhere for many people. If you've been married 30, 40 years, you're just so used to filing married jointly or whatever that going to single you know single tax status really rocks the plan it does rock the plan because taxes definitely could go up depending on you know what type of income you've got coming in and so that's one huge issue the other issue is i think and and everybody needs to go through this exercise is i believe you need to break it out with your advisor is okay if my spouse dies what am i going to have from them you know life insurance pensions you know 401k and then how is that, what's my plan going to be going forward from there? And then do it for the other spouse as well, because you might find out, and what I found out with a lot of them is one spouse is going to, if, if the other dies, might be okay and pretty well off. The other one, not so much. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of eye-opening when you kind of take a look at that and say, well, geez, uh, I'll give you an example. And, and let's say that I died and my my I didn't have anything. And my wife's left with just working and just, you know, with her own wage versus she dies. I can continue on, get some life insurance out of here. You know, I'm going to be I'm going to be in great shape again, taking all the emotion out of it. I think it needs to be looked at for both spouses there and exactly what is going to transpire, because a lot of times, especially in the in the working years, you mm-hmm. know, for those of us in our 50s and 60s, we lose an income. You know, now all of a sudden, you know, we went from one lifestyle to Boy, we don't have quite as much income coming in now. If, if again, if both of us are working, right? Yeah. Uh, so, all kinds of issues there that I, you definitely need to take a look at uh, to try to get some some guidance on uh, going forward. Yeah, but, the income streams get altered, right? Obviously, yeah. the tax brackets Taxes. get changed. Uh, you got to go through the you know the different uh, insurance deals and medical stuff, and there's yeah. there's just a lot of moving parts that come. And and some, if if you don't have any documentation in place, it becomes even harder, right? So having, you know, whether it's, I mean, most of the saying is if you have a will, great, but it just means you will go through probate, right? So a lot lot of times there's that to deal with, or or maybe is a trust going to be right for you to make things easier? Or do you even just have a professional on your side? Because Tony, for many people, it's it's usually for many couples, one person is into, or, you know, more into the financial side than the other. uh, And then the, Typically, that person passes first because that's just Murphy's Law. <laughs> and then the person left behind is like, I don't know where to turn, right? Or I'm yes. just, I'm too emotional to deal with this. So uh, to me, it just seems like I, I'm I'm happy. I know I'm, I've got a lot of issues. I know I'm going to pass before my wife. And I'm like, here, here's the here's all the information you really need to know. She's got, uh, obviously, yes. account information and all that stuff. But the biggest thing is there's the business card. She knows who to reach out to and call, which is our financial person to say, all right, help me through this, right? You, you do. And really to work with us, you know, I, I haven't really talked about it on the show before, but if you are nearing retirement, I won't take you as a client unless you promise uh, we'll, we'll do it with you uh, to, you know, generate what what I call the life book, which is some of the things you're talking about, you know, the names of the professionals, the you know, where everything is at and uh, each person has to do it. And even if it takes us a year or, or longer, we, we, we have it so that the other spouse can take a look at it and start getting, you know, down that road because 
if not, you know, in today's techno world with stuff all over the place, it really puts a burden on uh, the survivor. And one of us is, you know, going to be left alone at some point. And uh, I'd I, like to say, I won't take them on as a client. If they refuse to do it. I just tell them we, we can't, we can't be involved because it's too hard to try to, you know, work a plan. And then we don't have, you know, this in place. And, you know, we know somebody's going to go. I always tell my wife that, you know, and then we have one, you know, is, is that unless we die, you know, falling off some cliff hiking together, one of us is going to be alone at some point. We always think it's going to be the woman, but you know, in some cases it's the man. And then if I find the men are, are less prepared than the women. Yeah. Well, they're better at, pl- I think at planning things than we are yeah, a lot of times. Are, right. Um, they do such a great job on, on so many of those avenues, but it does tend to find t- statistically, which has always struck me as odd that, you know, the ladies typically, you know, run the household and they've managed all kinds of budgets through the years, especially, you know, for children and yada, yada, yada. But yet when it comes to the retirement, typically the man kind of has a lot of the stuff there, exactly. not to be yeah. sexist. It just is. It's just the it statistics, is. right? Yep. But it's not always, but it is the statistics. And then again, like I said, Murphy's law, we pass away first and, and some, and, and we've known for years in the industry that ladies are underserved. It's been getting better all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's still great to have that person to turn to, to go, Hey, I'm in an emotional state. Uh, and sometimes maybe that's also having one of your children uh, aware of this stuff too, Tony. Right. Yeah. So that if you are too overwrought with uh, emotional issues that, you know, uh, the child that's going to help you through a lot of that stuff, whatever child that might be or multiple or whatever, is reaching out to the finance professionals saying, Hey, mom needs help. Right. Or, or yeah. dad needs help. Right. Exactly. And how do, how do I help them? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure you've run through that too. We, we have, yeah. And and a lot of times, as you know, our, some of our parents and stuff uh, get up there. Yeah, it's it's the kids that have to start the conversation a little bit. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, yeah, that somebody needs help. Well, major life events—they're going to happen. Like I said, at least one or two of these are going to happen to all of us. You know, so you, you've got, to, and maybe more. So you've got to have a plan for it. Uh, to deal with some of these things. And if you don't have one, reach out to Tony and his team. Get started with the team at Tax Doctor Inc. Find them online at yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. I know the year's winding down, but don't let that be an excuse not to have a chat if you need some help. Uh, at least reach out. You can always get something scheduled for even the first of the year if that's the case. There's nothing wrong with kind of planning a little bit a few weeks ahead. It's not that far away at this point, really, just a couple of weeks. Yeah. So if you got some questions, need some help, reach out to Tony as always. Uh, he and the team are here to help you. He's been helping families get two and three retirement for a long time and a great resource for you to tap into. Yourplanningpros.com. Tony, thanks for hanging out, my friend. We'll see if we can knock out one more of these before the Christmas holiday. Uh, and you have yourself a great week. Yeah, you do the same. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. As always, we'll catch you next time here on Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.